This class is sponsored anonymously so that the family should have continued brachas and much hatzlacha. We are going to talk about the topic of traveling on Hanukkah and uh, assumably with a flight. If a person wants to fly and um, through the, the trip or the flight will be in a way where they won't be able to light a menorah in their home or wherever they'll be staying, either because they're on a plane the whole time or forced so that they cannot light a menorah. The question is, is there an allowance at all for them to arrange such a trip? And um, is there a solution with regard to maybe lighting a menorah, an electric one or the like? Okay. So we'll start off with the, I guess, behind this question lies a different question, a very fundamental, important question. Does a person need to ensure that they will fulfill a mitzvah? A mitzvah is coming up, whether a calendar, holiday mitzvah, whatever it may be. And does a person need to make sure that they will be in the circumstances that they will be able to fulfill that mitzvah? So there is a Gemara on Gimel Amid Beis. Interesting story about an Armenian or some guy who was bragging to Rabbi Yehuda ben Becerra that he would eat uh, from the Karm Pesach every year, even though that it says in the Torah that a non-Jew can't eat the Karm Pesach. So Rabbi uh, Yehuda ben Becerra, who lived in a place called Nitzivin, had, it told him, you know, go ask for a certain type of meat. Oh, you didn't get the good meat. Try asking for this type of a certain fat tail or the like. And bottom line was that he set up this guy to uh, show and give out his identity that he was not, uh, obviously a, a Jewish person wouldn't make such a request and then they catch him, of course. And the Gemara there is an interesting story. You could read it. Tosis there, however, asks a question. How is it that... Rabbi Yehuda ben Becerra was only suggesting to this, uh, giving a hint of, so that the Kohanim and the Beis English would catch this imposter uh, Arminian. Why didn't Rabbi Yehuda ben Becerra himself go to the Beis English for um, you know, Erev Pesach when there is a mitzvah at the times of the Beis English of Aliyah Laregel to, to make the pilgrim to, to go to, uh, to the Beis English as is a requirement, the Torah says. So Tosa says, gives a couple answers. Um, one answer is either he didn't own lamp, or maybe he was too old, or the like different answers it suggests. And maybe because he was too old, he wasn't physically able to travel there. But if he would have obviously been physically capable of going, then of course he would need to go to Yushalayim and make the mitzvah of Leo Lurego. On that, there's a commentary called the Tzalach. The Tzalach was written by the, the Noi de Yehuda, a famous commentary. So he has on Psachim and Fumasechtis. And there, Tzalach points out that the question of Tosis, why wasn't that Rabbi Yehuda ben Becerra would make a, a Leel Regal, was only why didn't he make a Leel Regal? Why didn't he do his pilgrim uh, trip to, to the base of Migdash? However, the mitzvah of Karm Pesach that the Tosis didn't ask. In other words, obviously he wouldn't be chayev because nobody has to go out of their way to, if they're not, because the Torah basically says that if you're in a far way, you don't need to come. But if you're in close enough proximity to Yushayim, you must uh, partake in the Karm Pesach. So, so says the Tzlach, of course, if he, uh, you know, it's too hard for, it's far away, uh, Tosis understood that Rabbi Yehuda ben couldn't travel there. 
um, and wouldn't have any chiv to put himself close by. But uh, with regard to the mitzvah of Aliyah Laregel, of course, that's a different question. The Torah t- clearly says that you have to try to make all efforts to go there. So with that, there's a mitzvah, a sefer called the Minchas Chinuch. The Minchas Chinuch is a, a, mitzvah, a sefer that writes commentary on the mitzvah. So on the fifth mitzvah, um, he comments on this, on this slach, on this Gemara story with the, with the tosis, etc. And he says, I don't understand the slach's question. He says, if a person is able to fulfill a mitzvah, of course they must do it. And they have to put themselves into a situation where they must do it. So therefore, he says, Rabbi Yehuda ben Becerra obviously had a chiyav to make all efforts wherever he lived, to, if he was particular, if he was somewhere in Israel, even far, he would have to, even as an old man, he has to make sure to travel way in advance, so he should be near Yushalayim in order to do the mitzvah of uh, Karm Pesach. And therefore, the Minchas Chedek wants to equate this to the idea of ensuring to have a lulav or ensuring to have a shofar or the like. He says, is a person going to be able to say, look, I didn't have a chance to buy the lulav before uh, I didn't order it or have it shipped to me. Therefore, it's now the day of holiday of sukkah. So I don't have a sukkah. I'm sorry, I don't have a lulav. I'm putter. Or I didn't have a shofar. I didn't buy one. Uh, now I'm living in a spot where I can't travel to get one. Okay, I'm putter from shofar on uh, Rosh Hashanah. He says, obviously not. There's no... No way you could say such a thing. And therefore the Minchas Chinech says the same thing. A person has to ensure beforehand that they always are unable, that, that they are able to fulfill mitzvahs. In other words, it comes out from the Minchas Chinuch that not only fulfilling the mitzvah is the mitzvah, but putting yourself in a circumstance in order to fulfill a mitzvah. Assumably he's talking about a biblical mitzvah, a Torah mitzvah, you must do so. And it would be, look, according to the tzlach, that no, maybe you don't have to, if you have the mitzvah feasible to do, do it. But if the preparations, you weren't able to come and do it for whatever reason, obviously it must be a, a decent reason, not just a lazy reason, uh, a decent reason, you would be exempt. And this is really discussed in the Sefer called, um, there's a Sefer from Rabbi Reisman, who lives in Los Angeles, a very famous businessman in a, uh, and a famous uh, author of many svarim. So he, he, he comments and writes about this topic in his Sefer on, um, on Hanukkah in the first tshuva. Goes at this at length. Okay, so now let's, let's go a step further. We have also from Igris Moshe, the, from Moshe Feinstein in Orochaim Volume 3, uh, Simon 93. There he, he was asked the following question. We know that a person... Uh, has to make all efforts to eat in the sukkah, at least the male. They have to eat in the sukkah throughout the uh, sukkah. So if they want to have at least uh, set meals, they have to eat in the sukkah. The, the, the Gemara and the Shulchan say, if a person was whole drachim, if they were traveling for some big need, so then they would be exempt from eating in a sukkah. So the question is, let's say a person, and this is the question of Ramosha, they want to go on a leisure trip. They want to go a nice tiul uh, v'tanug, as it's called. They want to go and have a good trip, fun, and the like. And they'll be in a circumstance where they will not have access to a sukkah. You know, this is, I guess, before they made all those pop-up sukkahs. And I talked about possibly making a sukkah be- with the, between cars. Whatever. Not going into that. <laughs> so anyways, this was the question. There's, they want to have a nice time, I guess, cholamod. But they won't have access to a sukkah. And they're going to eat, etc., can they have a heter just like 
a person who's traveling on a road where the Talmud says those people would be exempt from sukkah if they were, on, you know, if they don't have access to one. So Moshe says that we cannot compare the concept of a person who's going on a leisure trip to somebody who was where someone has to make a, a, a vital travel or the like, where there they would be exempt. Certainly if a person has the option to not travel and it doesn't really make a big deal and it's just for their, you know, they want to have a good, good time and fun, and as a result, they will be eating set meals out of a sukkah. There's no heter, he says. He can't do it, he says. The Ramosha quotes the Gemara Menachas, uh, which says, basically over there it mentions person trying to exempt themselves from wearing certain types of garments from tzitzis because they could find loopholes. It's, it says Hashem doesn't, it's not good. It's not good to, for, Hashem is not happy about people who try to exempt themselves with all types of interesting and you know, un, unnecessary loopholes which are not so proper. Okay. So therefore, Reb Moshe's view was do not travel on needless leisure fun trips when you know you're going to put yourself into a circumstance where you will be eating set meals without a sukkah. So now, go back to the case of traveling. I don't know if person, what, what their need of the traveling is, but if they're setting up their flight in a way where they're going to just not be able to light menorah, yes, the Minchas Chinuch was saying that you can't get out of that, and you, but he's talking about a biblical mitzvah. Hanukkah is not a biblical mitzvah, but we have to treat rabbinical mitzvahs also very seriously. It doesn't seem right that a person should be able to make such a you know, vacation trip or something where they know they're going to miss a night of uh, lighting menorah or the like. Seemingly, it's, it's not right over here. Um, okay, so now... However, there could be, there could be, no, if, if, if and, and, and again, we're assuming that this is for leisure trips. I mean, obviously, if somebody was uh, going and needed a vital trip or something, and there's just, this has to be the arrangement, there's no other option, I'm sure that would be something that could be arranged. They should probably speak to their rev, though, um, for a clear header. Now, what about... Another option, which is the Shulchan Aruch talks about in Simon, um, you know, 677 in, in Orchaim. In the first sif, it says that if, let's say, someone's away from the home, so their wife can light the menorah on their behalf. That's a possibility. And uh, therefore, and, and however, this has to be done, and Mr. Brewer there in uh, Sifkat and Bey says, if the man has the knowledge that his wife is doing it for him, she can act as his shlichus and do it. But again, that would have to be if basically she's staying home and he's traveling for, for whatever need. In theory, that could work. He would be Yotze, um, the lighting of menorah in such a fashion. And I'll give one other uh, discussion, which is lighting a light bulb. I'm going to just make this overly, I'm going to sum this up even though that it, it, it would be, a lot, there's a lot what to talk about it. Let's say someone's now, they're on the, for whatever reason, they are going on the flight, and that's just what is going to be, and they don't have anyone who can light for them in the home, whatever. Can they use an electric light bulb, a menorah or something, at least to fulfill the mitzvah in some way or form this rabbinical mitzvah? So, so let's preface, well, what is the need of lighting a menorah? The menorah is a, like remembers of what happened in the base of Migdash times. And um, the, the, the Shulchan Aruch and the Gemara talk about the requirement of the menorah needs to be in Simon Tafri Shain Gimel 673. It talks about uh, that it has to usually oil and a wick. So if you use a candle and a wick or wax and a wick. But the idea is that you definitely need a wick. 
So, and it has to be like this, similar to the theme of the base of English. So for that reason, you don't really have that theme, you don't have that, that concept with electric lights. M- more than that, y- you know, when we talk about lighting electric uh, lights for mitzvahs like uh, potentially a Shabbos candles, some posts were more lenient on that. But the reasons there are different than for Hanukkah. For Hanukkah, it's very specific that it has to be like, you know, like a wick and everything. And that you don't have by the electric uh, bulb. Now, let's assume, um, is there a difference between different types of electric lights? So there's an incandescent light bulb, which is uh, where there's a light, a wire, a film, filament, and it's heated until it glows. So at least there, there's a form of some sort of a fire to a certain degree, so the Sefer, Asei Lecharav, it's a Shaila V'tshuvas from the old chief Sephardic rabbi of Tel Aviv, Rabbi Chaim David Alevi. He had a very creative mind and come up with all types of creative heterim and allowances. He says if a person was in a, finds himself on, in, on, a, on a flight and it's impossible to light Hanukkah, menorahs, or fill this mitzvah, he's an air, airline passenger. So he says, okay, so light a, light a electric menorah flashlight bulb or something without a bracha. He says, if, if indeed the same person would come home or be able to light later uh, on with a real menorah, with the wax or oil or the like, you know, then they need to do so. And he says, even with a bracha. So, so it, it's a nice thing to do, but you're not going to be really be yotzi with lighting an electric menorah that way, but it's better than nothing. And indeed, the Piskei Chus, Rabbi Rabinowitz, brings after, you know, bring a plethora of poskim who were against lighting an electric menorah. Everyone's against it, ultimately. But he does conclude that the consensus of many poskim is that when there's no other option, and this is, this is where the person's holding, it's either light a, um, you know, an electric incandescent bulb without a bracha or nothing. So, okay, it's better to do that than nothing. And now, I guess I would mention that as since an incandescent bulb, there is at least, you know, some sort of a fire that's passing through the uh, filament, but by LED lights and fluorescent lights, those are more of a cold light, and they don't, there wouldn't really be, that would be not even at all like a theme of, of lighting menorah. Again, even an incandescent bulb is not really, you're not yotze, and it's better that than nothing, and if you had a choice, so then an incandescent bulb at least has a fire filament, whereas LED lights and fluorescent ones don't.